are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. God is a holy God. Know more about this truth in our series on holiness, entitled Set Apart. Listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. So ngayong araw na ito mga kapatid, okay, meron mo tayong bagong, uh, bago tayong series entitled Set Apart. Okay? Ito po ay uh, apat na linggo. Sa unang linggo, pag-usapan natin about the holiness of God. At pangatlo, pangalawa, pangatlo, tsaka pangapat, it talks about the personal holiness. Nakatoon naman sa atin ng camera. Ngayon po, nakatoon sa Diyos yung ating camera dahil yung pag-aaral natin is about the holiness of God. First, we are going to discuss yung kabanalan ng Diyos. Pangalawa, yung in Him, it talks about the positional righteousness or sanctification that we have before the Lord. And, and next is with Him, it talks about our progressive sanctification. And yung pong pangatlo, like Him, is our ultimate sanctification and that is the glorification of the believers. Exciting po lahat yung mga topic na yan, kaya huwag hunin yung imimiss. Okay, so umpisa ko, pag-uusapan natin about the holiness of God. Sabihin natin, holiness of God. Okay, pag naririnig po ninyo yung salitang holiness, what comes into your mind? Ha? Huh? Holiness. Okay. Pure. Okay, that's good. Ano pa? Holiness. Perfection. Okay. Ano pa? Holiness. God. Galing mo ka, Pastor King. Ha? When you talk, when you hear the word, you may isip mo si Lord. Diba? But, Alam niyo minsan, alam niyo mag- maganda yung salitang holy. Tama ho ba? Maganda yung holy, ikaw ay mabuhay ng may kabanalan. Kaya lang sa ating panahon, because of the depravity of men, I'm talking about the innate moral corruption in men, and you can see that all over the place. When you watch television, read newspaper, just going around, okay, you'll see the depravity of men. Ang kasalanan ay namamayani sa buhay ng maraming tao. Nang salitang holiness o salitang holy ay para bang hindi na uso, hindi na popular sa atin noong panahon. Katunayan, bisan ginagamit pa nga ito para para persecute yung mga uh, yung mga taong nagnanasa ng mabuhay ng tama sa harapan ng Diyos kapag tinutok sila. Ah, kayo, mga banal kasi kayo eh. Hindi kami ganyan, kayo mga banal kayo. Okay, so ginagamit pa minsan ito pang persecute, ginagamit pa pang alimura o panunukso doon sa mga taong nagnanasa ng mabuhay ng tama sa harapan ng Diyos. Pero ang salitang kabanal ay napakainam dahil ito, ang may, this is the very attributes of God. So sa ating pagdidiscuss, pag-uusapan po natin is about the book of Romans. Okay? And the book of Romans is not just an ordinary letter of Paul to the Romans. It's actually highly theological. Kaya kung gusto nyo maging malalim about the gospel when it comes to its uh, theological perspective, eh, Basahin po ninyo yung Book of Romans at maganda sa loob ng isang buwan dahil apat na linggo to eh. Basahin po ninyo yung Book of Romans para sabay-sabay ho tayong natututo at mayroon kayong initial understanding of this book. Okay. Nasusulat pa sa buong Romans yung ina-highlight po ni Paul yung depravity of men. Okay. Yung innate moral corruption in the heart of men at higit sa lahat kasama nito ay yung papaaron natin papapagtagumpayan yung depravity of men sa pamamagitan ng redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Handa na po ba kayo? Parang yung katabi mo, handa ka na ba? Sige, tumayo tayong lahat at buksan po natin sa Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 20. 
Romans chapter 1, beginning verse 18 up to 20. I'm reading from the ESV Bible. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them for His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Manalangin po tayong lahat. Panginoon, pinagkakatiwala po namin sa iyo ang sandaling ito ng aming pag-aaral ng iyong salita. Bigyan mo po kami ng iyong banal na pagkaunawa, Panginoon, ay na ang dalangin po namin, may isa puso po namin ang mga katotohanan ito patungkol sa iyong kabanalan. Ay naangkin ko, Panginoon, na mapagpala mo ng gusto ang lahat ng bawat isa na makikinig ng iyong mga salita. Salamat po, Diyos, si Jesus lamang aming itinataas sa aming kalagitnaan. In Jesus' name, Amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Lahat po ng mga bagay patungkol sa Diyos ay puno ng kabanalan. Why? Because holiness is one of the attributes of God. At ito po yung number one sa lahat ng mga attributes ni Lord. Okay? Now, sabi po ni J.C. Ryle, The Lord of Heaven is a holy God. The angels are holy creatures. The inhabitants are holy saints. Holiness is written on everything in heaven. And nothing unholy can enter into His heaven. Ito'y pinapakita pa kung gaano kabanal ang ating Diyos. Hindi lamang siya ang banal. He radiates His holiness to His entire creation at lalo na doon sa Kanyang throne in heaven. Kaya lahat ng naroon, kasama na po yung mga anghel, yung mga saints na nando doon na, lahat po sila ay tumatanggap ng kabanalang nagmumula sa trono ng Panginoon. Katunayan, walang po pwedeng pumunta sa langit ng hindi banal. Maaaring magugulat kayo bakit po nasasabi na walang sino walang pwedeng pumunta sa langit ng hindi banal. Okay. Pwede po bang makita ang mga kamay dito ng mga banal? Taas nga pong kamay. Okay. Konti lang. Maraming hindi banal. Sa tumamaya, maraming. May mamaya na yung repentance. Okay. So, at least aminado kayo. <laughs> Now, this is one of the attributes of God at nakatutuwa na malaman na ang Diyos na ating sinasamba, Diyos na ating pinaglilingkuran is a holy God. Natutuwa ba kayo na ang Diyos na ating sinasamba ay banal? Paano kaya kung nadiscover niyo halimbawa na yung Diyos na ating sinasamba ay hindi banal? Anong may iisip ninyo? Diyos pa kaya siya kung hindi na siya banal? Pati kayo makasagot. Highly theological ba yung tanong ko? Okay. As I said, One of the attributes of God is that He is holy. And if God is no longer holy, He is no longer God. Because God must be holy because that's who God is. Kung maraming mga Diyos-Diyos ang kayo nakikita at sinasamba ng mga tao at wala ang kabanalan doon, hindi yung Diyos. Dahil iisa lamang Diyos at siya lang nag-iisang banal. He is the Holy One. Now, sabi ni Thomas Watson, God is intrinsically holy. All He does is holy. And I say, all, okay? All He does is holy. He cannot act but like Himself. He can no more do an unrighteous action that the sun can turn dark. He is the original and, and pattern of holiness. 
It began with Him who is the ancient days of God is perfectly, unalterably, and unchangeably holy. There's nothing that God would do that would make Him unholy. Dahil ang Diyos at bana, ay banal at yun ang kanyang nature, walang pwedeng gawin ng Diyos na siya ay namag-aalis ng kanyang kabanalan. Kahit minsan nasasabi natin sa buhay natin, ako unfair naman si Lord, bakit niya pinayagal ang bagay nito sa buhay ko? Does it make God unholy? Dahil hindi natin nagustuhan yung kanyang ginawa? Now, it is because part of His nature that He is holy, walang pwedeng gawin ng Diyos na mag-aalis ng kanyang kabanalan. Ano man ang gawin ng Diyos, yun ay puno ng kapanalan. Kahit sabihin, ay pastor, paano kung uh, pinarusahan ng Panginoon ang mga taong mga masasama? Ang Diyos ba ay nawawala ng kabanalan dahil siya pinuksan niya ang mga taong masasama? Again, walang tayong bagay na makikita na pwedeng gawin ng Diyos na mag-aalis ng kanyang kabanalan. God is holy and that is the standard being set by God for all of us. Uulitin ko po yun dahil medyo nakakabigla. Okay? God's moral standard, God's moral standard and the, our motivation of doing what is right is none other than the holiness of God. Pag narinig nyo, aba, ang standard pala ng Diyos para may consider tayong banal sa kanyang harapan ay yung kanyang kabanalan ano pong mararamdaman nyo? Wala rin kayo mararamdaman? Sino rito ang gustong maging banal sa harapan ng Diyos? Tasang kamay. Yung may gusto lang. Okay. Tandaan nyo, without holiness, no one can see God. Kung walang kabanalan, walang makapupunta sa langit, walang makakakita sa Diyos. Now, gusto ba ninyong maging banal? Aba, sino bang may alang naman yung kawalang kabanalan ang gustuhin natin? Okay? May problema sa'yo, kapatid, kung yan ang problema, kung yan ang sasabihin mo. Now, gusto nating maging banal, but ang standard ng Diyos, the moral standard of God is His holiness. Anong mararamdam? Oh, wow! Ibig sabihin mo, para ako may consider na banal, I should be on the same standard of God's holiness? The answer is Yes. Now, anong mararamdaman ninyo kapag sinarinig ninyo na si Lord pala yung standard natin ng kabanalan? Manlulungo ka at masasabing, paanong mangyayari yun? Now, tandaan natin, nung si Adan at si Eva ay nilikha ng Diyos, they were both morally perfect. Tama? They were holy wala silang nagagawang kasalanan because God created them and everything that God created, even the entire universe, nilikha ng Diyos na perfect, holy, because it radiates the nature of God. Dahil walang bagay na hindi gagawin ng Diyos na walang kabanalan. Lahat ng kanyang sinimulan, parang marriage, okay? God initiated marriage from the very beginning. That's why marriage is holy. It's because it's God's idea. Anything that God initiated, anything that God created, anything is holy. So, ang tao nung nilikha ng Diyos, tayo originally nilikha ng Diyos na banal. Unfortunately, nung pumasok na yung kasalanan because God created man with the freedom of choice, hindi robot ang nilikha ng Diyos tao. Okay? Dahil ang tao ay may 
freedom of choice, pinili niya na mag-deviate from the holiness of God. And therefore, nagsimula ang kasalanan and the entire universe got affected by it. Even the creations of God. Kaya ngayon, we see all around the imperfection of everything because of man's fallen nature. Now, ang standard ng Diyos ay kabanalan. Just like Him. Ang tanong dun is, paano ngayon sa ating ordinaryong, bilang sang ordinaryong tao, na alam naman natin, balibalik ta rin man, ang mundong ito alam natin, tayo ay nagkasala sa harap ng Diyos, paano tayo makakakop doon sa standard na hinihingi ng Panginoon? Come to think of it without us having the knowledge of the gospel, isipin mo, naku, patay akong bata ko. Okay? It will bring you to, to utter humility and sabi mo, paano na ako makakarating ng langit? Paano ako magkakaroon ng kaligtasan kung ang kailangan ko pala ay maging perfect sa harapan ng Diyos, maging banal, nakakatulad ng kabanalan na meron sa Diyos. So, magiging palaisipan ngayon sa atin, hindi lamang yung, hindi lang palaisipan, kundi malaking katanungan sa atin. Now, sabi ng Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3, and one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Hindi lang sinabi ang Diyos ay holy. Tatlong beses. Okay? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Meaning, God is absolutely holy. Okay? Hindi siya pinapaging banal. From the very beginning, from the eternal beginning, from the, to the eternal end, God would always remain to be holy. Sabi ganun, the whole earth is full of His glory. Alam nyo kung bakit ang, yung original creation ng God, ng mundo, bakit full of glory? It's because of the holiness of God. Because of the holiness of the one who created this world, kaya masasabi natin, ang buong mundo ay puno ng kalwalatian ng Panginoon hanggang sa pumasok ang kasalanan ng tao. But it does not change the fact that God is still full of His glory. Okay? Or God, God is still holy. But the creation got affected so that we know that when God, when Jesus Christ would come back so, uh, soon, sooner, sooner, malapit na, okay? Marirestore ang mundong ito sa kung paano ito ay nilikha ng Diyos. Now, sabi na Isaiah, ito yung sinasabi kong reaction. Isaiah 6.5 And I said, Woe is me! For I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips. Say unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. The very reason why Isaiah said this was because he was able to see the glory of God. He was able to see the holiness of God. Kasi, yung holiness ni God will awaken us of our sinfulness. Hindi mo malalamang ikaw ay marumi, maligyan pa na namakita mo kung gano'ng kalinis ang Diyos. Hindi mo madidistinguish na yung isang bagay ay itim kung hindi mo alam kung anong kulay ng puti. And so, he was able to see the King, the Lord, the Lord of hosts, and therefore, he was able to see himself. Maaring sabi natin si Isaiah ay mabait naman tao sa kanyang panahon. Wala naman siya marahil na inargabyado. Marahil, wala na hindi siya nakapatay ng tao. Pero nakita niya yung karumihan ng kanyang bibig, yung karumihan ng kanyang pagkatao. It's because nakita niya ang kabanalan ng Diyos. Now, 
if God is absolutely holy, from the very beginning, the Old Testament, there's already a call for people to be holy. Why? Because God is holy. Sabi ganun, Leviticus 11, 44-45, I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be, sabi mo sa katabi mo, be holy. Okay. Because I am holy. Anong sinasabi ng Panginoon dito? Dahil ako'y banal, at dahil kayo'y mga tao ko, para magkaroon kayo ng identity sa akin, dapat kayo'y banal din. Amen? Diyos ng kabanalan, pagkatapos ito, makasalanan. Paano magkakaroon ng relationship yon? Kaya sinasabi ni Lord, Be holy, for I am the Lord your God, am holy. I am the Lord who brought you up out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy because I am holy. Inalis ko kayo mula sa Egypto, which talks about the life of sin, life full of adultery and immorality. Tinanggal ko kayo doon at dinala ko kayo sa lupang pangako. Anong sinasabi ng Panginoon dito? Therefore, be holy because I am holy. So, binabago ko ang inyong identity mula doon sa kasalanan. Dinadalo ko kayo ngayon sa aking pangako sa inyo. So, dapat magpakabaral kayo because now you possess my name. Adyan po kayo. Kung tutuusin ninyo napakabigat ng standard ng Diyos, hindi ho ba? We need to align to the holiness of God. First, for us to see God, we need and to be considered as children of God, kinakailangan ma-align tayo sa holiness ng Diyos. Sa so, yung holy po in Hebrew is the word kadosh. Okay? It means to cut or separate. It has the impression of something cut apart from the rest and set aside or above. Now, si Lord ay set apart compared to, to His creation. Okay? Kakaiba. Tanda natin si Lord hindi lamang holy. Holy, holy, holy. Absolutely holy. Eternally holy. Second meaning of this is He is morally pure. Now, hindi lamang po sa Old Testament tinatawag tayo sa kabanal. Maging sa New Testament. Sabi sa 1 Peter 1.16 You shall be holy for I am holy. Now, yung Greek word po Yung Greek word ng holy dito, dahil sa New Testament is in Greek. Yung Old Testament is in Hebrew. Okay. Yung Greek niya is hagios with the same meaning as kadosh. So meaning, from the Old Testament up to the present time, God is consistently calling us to holiness. Regardless of our generation, regardless of the modern sins now being invented by men, kita-kita nyo, uso na yung sa... In- Tanyo yung internet. Ano ba yung tawag doon? Yung, yung mga anak ginagawa pang pinapakita paro sa television Ang tawag doon? Cybersex. Noon nang wala naman yun eh. Di ba? Pero sa panahon ito, dahil nauso na yung modern technology, may mga bagong kasalanan na rin na, na pumapasok. You see? Hanggang sa panahon natin, kahit malala ng kasalanan tao, the God who called us into holiness in the Old Testament, the Testament is the same God who is calling us today to holiness. Now, kaya nga ang problema, mas lalong bumibigat. Pastor, papano yun? Eh, ako ang standard ng Diyos, eh, holiness. Eh, ang tao, palala ng palala sa kasalanan. Papano tayo maiaalain pa sa kabanalan ng Diyos? Yan nga po yung bagay na dinidiscuss natin para makita nyo yung biblical perspective. Now, mahalaga una sa lahat, maalaman natin about God's holiness kaya binigyan ko ng diin ito. Because may implication ho kapag alam natin 
ang patungkol sa kabanala ng Diyos. Because God's holiness has at least two implications. Judgment and atonement. Ano po yung mga words yan? Pag-uusapan po natin. Now, because God is holy, He cannot tolerate sin. Do you agree? Kung kayo may mga anak kayo, gumagawa ng kasalanan, ito tolerate nyo ba? Hindi. Eh, kung tayo mga magulang, hindi natin ito tolerate. How much more ang Diyos? Sabi ng Romans 1.18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Bakit may binanggit na wrath of God there? Because God cannot tolerate sin. Ang bawat kasalanan ay mayroong karampatang parusa. Di ba, God is a God of love? Eh, bakit, bakit nakalagay dyan, Pastor, is wrath of God. Allow me to read the opinion of A.W. Pink. Ang sabi niya, A study of the concordance will show that there are more references in Scripture in the anger, fury, and wrath of God than there are to His love and tenderness. Ba- mabigat ano ho. Bakit mas marami ang mga words in the Bible that talks about the anger of God? Di ba God is a God of love? Bakit mas marami yung word na anger, fury, and wrath compared to love and tenderness? Now, God is a loving God. Do you agree? Pero wala kayong makita sa Bible na God is, oh, sabi natin, kung silabing holy, 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 pero wala kayong makita ng love, love, love is the Lord Almighty. Mercy, mercy, mercy is the love Almighty. Grace, grace, grace is the Lord Almighty. Wala kayong mababasang ganun. Napakabigat ng emphasis sa holiness. Therefore, dahil mabigat ang emphasis sa holiness, and we say that God cannot tolerate sin, it goes to the conclusion, napakataas ng pagpapalaga ng Diyos sa kanyang kabanalan na kapag may kasalanan, hindi po pwedeng ito ay hindi paparusahan. Ito po yung klase ng message, pagkasabungad nyo pa lang, umuwi na kayo, hindi nyo na makukuha yung buong mensahe. Okay? Bahagi pa lang ito ng mensahe ko. Okay? So, ang kasalanan, dapat ito ay may karampatang kaparusahan. Dahil mabigat ang emphasis sa kabanalan ng Diyos, and we say that because God is holy, God is also a God of judgment. And because God is a God of judgment, God is also a God of wrath. Because God can never tolerate sin. Sabi ng Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 13, Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrong. Titignan natin yung sarili natin sa harapan ng Diyos. Manginginig tayo eh. Ibig sabihin pala, tayo is worthy of judgment. Are you there? Karapat dapat pala tayong parusahan kasi nagkasala tayo eh. All have sinned. Lahat nagkasala. Walang matuwid sa harap ng Diyos. Therefore, we are worthy of God's wrath which leads to death. Not just physical death, but also spiritual death and eternal death. Sabi ng Romans chapter 2, verse 5, But because of your hard and impetinent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Paano i-describe yung judgment dito? Righteous judgment. As I said, walang pwedeng gawin ng Diyos na mag-aalis ng kanyang kabanalan. Walang pwedeng gawin ng Diyos na magiging evil siya. Kaya pati yung judgment niya is called God's righteous judgment. 
Yung wrath, ang tawag doon is divine indignation or divine wrath. Banal na pagkagalit, pagkamuhi sa kasalanan. Nakasubok na ba kayo nakapanood kayo sa telebisyon? Halimbawa, ama, ginahasa ang kanyang anak at pagkatapos ay pinatay. Ano mararamdaman nyo? Okay lang, praise the Lord. Yun ba yung mararamdaman nyo? At dami niyan sa telebisyon, mapapanood ninyo. Bata, ginahasa ng ama at pagkatapos ay pinatay. Ano mararamdaman mo? Parang hindi naman kayo nagagalit eh. Magagal, pampihira namang ama ito. Di ba magagalit ka? That's what you call divine anger. And that's, yun yung anger na meron ng Diyos. Kaya kung, if you are put to put your shoes on God, titignan mo yung buong mundo, ang mararamdaman mo is divine indignation dahil sa kasalanan ng tao. So, maliwanag po na sinasabi ng Panginoon na dito, Kahit hindi man lahatin, pero lahat tayo is worthy of condemnation, worthy of God's wrath because of our sin. Now, paano mo ay nire-reconcile that God is a God of love? Hindi naman po pwedeng isakripisyo ng Diyos yung kanyang kabanalan which will lead to righteous judgment. Hindi niya pwedeng isakripisyo yun just because He would like to express people that He loves them. Paano ngayon ire-reconcile? Ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. So, para manatili na ang Diyos ay banal from the eternal beginning up to the eternal end, but at the same time, we still look at Him as a God of love, God did something for all of us. Hinireconcile na yung lahat ng bagay na yun sa pamamagitan ng atonement. Now, ulitin ko, balik ako sa question na, paano ang Diyos ay banal pagkatapos ahatulan niya tayo ng kamatayan o tayo ay deserving ng judgment. Pero sabi ng Diyos, siya rin ay maibigin. Paano may reconcile yung dalawa? Mahirap isipin, pero ginawa ng Diyos yun sa pamamagitan ng atonement. Sabi ng Romans chapter 3, verse 23 to 25, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Now, Sabi natin kanina, ang Diyos ay banal, ang moral standard ng Diyos ay kabanalan. Paano natin matatamoy kung narito tayo at tayo ay nagkasala? Ang sabi ron, tayo ay pinawalang sala ng libre, pero merong, itong tawag ito ay biyaya ng Panginoon. Pero actually, hindi talaga siya libre. Libre yun on our part, pero may nagbayad. Sinong nagbayad? Very good. Binayaran ni Jesus yung utang na hindi natin kayang bayaran, okay? Siya yung namatay sa krus ng Kalbaryo, yung kanyang dugo na walang bayad kasalanan ay natigis para malinis tayo sa kasalanan sa ganun tayo ay mai-align sa kabanalan ng Diyos. And because we receive now the holiness by the grace of God, anong mangyayari? Na-meet ngayon yung standard. Kailangan mai-pour out yung wrath Pero imbis na sa atin ay pour out yung wrath, yung judgment, kinuha lahat yun ni Jesus sa kanyang katawan. At siya ay namatay doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Amen. Do you not appreciate that? 
Now, para maintindihan yung konsepto ng atonement, sabi ng Romans 3, 23-25, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. So, sabi, si Jesus mismo, okay, prinisit ng Diyos si Cristo mismo as a sacrifice of atonement. Okay? Ibig sabihin, in replacement, okay, dahil yung judgment, ibibigay dapat sa atin, kinuha ni Kristo. Okay? Just to give you a little history about the Old Testament. Sa Old Testament, mayroon po dalawang hayop na, dalawang goats na kinukuha. Okay? Parehong malinis yun. Yung isa, iaalay doon sa altar, at yung isa, pakakawalan doon sa wilderness. It talks about the forgiveness of our sins, and second is the removal of our sins. Okay? So, inaalay yun sa templo. Now, ang nag-aalay nito ay yung saserdote, na hindi rin naman perpekto. Kahit na seremonya clean siya, hindi siya perpekto. So, yung seremonyas na yun ay hindi ganap. Ginagawa yun every year para ang kasalanan ng tao ay matakpan so they can continue to call on God, they can continue to communicate with God. Old Testament order yun. Okay? It is being repeated every year. But when Jesus Christ came, Okay? When Jesus Christ came, hindi na hayop ang iniaalay. Si Jesus mismo, the perfect sacrifice ang iniaalay. Kaya hindi na taon-taon gagawin ang pag-aalay, kundi once and for all, ginawa ni Jesus yun. At hindi lamang yun, mga kapatid. Si Jesus din mismo ang nagsilbing saserdote na nag-alay ng kanyang sarili. A perfect priest, a perfect sacrifice, everything is perfect in order for us to receive the perfection that comes through Jesus Christ so we can be aligned to the holiness of God. Kuha po ba ninyo? Kung hindi nyo pa nakuha, babasahin ko pa sa Leviticus chapter 4, verse 26. He shall, ito yung tinutawag sa old order, yung sa Old Testament, atonement. He shall burn all the fat on the altar as he burned the fat of the fellowship offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for the man's sins or for the man's sin, and he will be forgiven. Now, sabi ng Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, Indeed, under the law, Old Testament law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Kaya yung dugo ng hayop ang iniaalay. Now, sa verse 8, chapter 10, Hebrews 10, verse 8, verses 8 to 10, First, he said, Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings, you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Okay. Yung Old Testament pong binabanggit dito, dahil sa pamagitan ng batas, inaalay yun yung mga hayop kasi requirement yun. Pero, hindi talaga tunay na nasasatisfy yung requirement na hinihingi ng Diyos. So, sa verse 9, ang sabi, Then he said, Here I am, I have come to do your will. Si Jesus yan. He set aside the first to establish the second. What is the first order? The first order, ginagawa ng Old Testament sa pag-aalay ng hayop. Now, the new order, si Jesus na ang nag-alay ng kanyang sarili. Kaya sabi ng verse 10, And by that will, we have been made, made, through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ, once for all. So, yung tanong kanina pa, paano kung may sa kabanalan ng Diyos, standard ng Diyos ay napakataas? Jesus became our qualification because Jesus Christ died for us. 
he was able to meet the standard of God because Jesus Christ is the very standard of God. Amen. Tayo mga kapatid, ang tanong, si Jesus ba'y namatay sa buong sangkatauhan? The answer is yes. He, he died for all humanity. Na ang tanong, ang kabanalan bang nire-require ng Diyos sa pamamagitan ni Jesus ay natanggap ng buong sangkatauhan? <coughs> Hindi. Because only those who receive Jesus Christ and put their faith in Him can avail these things. Bagamat si Jesus namatay para sa lahat at ino-offer niya sa lahat, you need to have the cooperative act of receiving it for you to have it. It's like food on the table o para sa ating lahat ito, pero makakakain lang yung pupunta dito. Tama? Yun po yung ibig sabihin ito. Now, paano tayo magiging banaluligay yung napakabanal ng Diyos at tayo makasalanan lang sabi ron, We have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body, but the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Parang hirap ng standard ng Diyos. Yes, talagang mahirap. But Jesus Christ became our qualification. He died for us. So every time God would look at us, ang, hindi niya, ang makikita niya ay hindi yung kasalanan sa puso natin. Ang makikita niya ay yung kabanalan ng kanyang kaisa-isang bugtong na anak na si Jesus. That's, that made us qualified before the standard of God. Amen? Come on, let's give Him praise. God's holiness sets the standard for our own righteousness. Ang kabanala lang Diyos yung standard natin. Mahirap. But Christ did it for us so that everyone who put their faith in Jesus will no longer perish but will have eternal life. Mga kapatid, tayo po ay pinapaging banal ng Panginoon. Kung sa oras na ito tinanggap mo ang Panginoon, at tatanggap mo na sa buhay mo, ikaw ay mayroong kabanalang ibinigay ng Panginoon sa iyong buhay. Does it mean hindi na ako magka- nagkakasala? Then, nagkakasala pa rin po tayo. We were just recipient of God's forgiveness. Now, yung sunod na tanong yan, iba paano yung pamumuhay ko araw-araw? Next week na po natin tatalakayin at sa mga susunod pang linggo. For now, ang binibigay ko po sa inyo is because we receive our forgiveness from the Lord. You, you can now go to God directly and pray, Father, in Jesus' name, pakikinggan tayo ng Diyos kahit ang Diyos ay banal at tayo nagkasala. Pakikinggan tayo ng Diyos because Jesus became our qualification. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise once again. That's the kind of God that we have. Yes, He is holy. And because He is holy, He's a God of wrath. But He is also a God of love. That's why He gave His only begotten Son because for God so loved the world that He gave His Son, whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. Christ paid the highest price for our penalty. Tayong lahat ay tinubos ng Panginoon. Paano hindi mo siya sasambahin? Paano hindi mo siya i-appreach? Paano hindi mo ibibigay sa Diyos ang lahat ng bagay? The only response that I know that we can give Him is to give Him our all. Napakabuti po ng Diyos. Sa kanyang kabutihan, minsan nate-take for granted natin siya. Minsan yung once a week na service na nga lang, minsan tinitake for granted pa natin. Minsan pinakamaaga pa tayo uuwi. Samantalang nakita natin lahat ay ginawa ng Diyos para maibigay sa atin ang kaligtasan kailangan natin. 
We hope you were inspired by that message. Watch out for Victory Worship's first original live album entitled Radical Love to be released on iTunes and CD format starting September 12, 2014. Download the Victory Alabang app for more updates. Thank you and stay connected.